after further review as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. <laughs> he is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Fula. After further review, I'm Derek Lawson here with my co-host, Frank Vashner. You know who this is, right? Uh, no, I do not. Roddy Rich, the box. Oh, yeah. I didn't, yeah, you think you played... Did you play this a couple weeks ago? Yeah, it was right on the replay that it was playing. Yeah, was that's, what, that's yeah. what I thought. I was like, okay, this sounds familiar, but I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, it's rewind. Yes, uh-huh. that was a throwback for you. Once again, we're live in the studio this weekend. Uh, we had to take the weekend off last weekend because you had some prior obligations, basically going to the Jansen wedding. Jarrett Jansen, who's the varsity basketball head coach at Ida, yep. your alma mater. Yep. And you're over at Bedford, but I heard, heard, saw that you were having a good time. Absolutely, I was. Okay. All right. well, we'll talk a little bit about that later in another segment. But get into the Michigan high school football recap. As you know, Frank Vashner is part of the Friday Night Victors. Yep, and uh, let's just say we had our share of beatdowns this week. What do you mean by that? Well, we, had a st- we do have a stanky leg alert. Mm, okay. Okay, well, let's get that music started. I'll go ahead. All right, so let's start off with, uh, we'll go in order that we got scores on the blog here. Showdown in the Huron League, Riverview 42, Airport 6. Mm. River, I think Riverview is one of the best teams in the Huron League, and there are some people saying that they might be a dark horse in Division 3 to go on a pretty deep run. In Michigan, it's all, everyone makes the playoffs, right? Uh, yeah, just for uh, one just for one, just for this season only. Right, right, because it's like Ohio, because all of us have been affected by the coronavirus. Now, Ohio just ended their regular season. They did their six weeks. Next week, it's the, the, the playoffs. It's really weird seeing a 10 seed play a number 25 seed. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. So, another score. Here's a downer league score. Gibraltar Carlson, 39. Trenton, 15. Carlson, I think, has been kind of a surprise this year. There was a lot of people saying, oh, well, a lot of talent's gone, and we don't really know how things are going to be. Well, I will say Jay Sean Williams, their quarterback, has re- I think has been a pleasant surprise this year. You're putting up some really nice numbers. Here's a school. This was a big showdown in the SEC Red Division. Not the SEC that your daddy and I know. The, the, the <laughs> South, what is it? The South? The Southeastern Conference. But Red, Michigan edition. Yes. yes. Yeah. This was a matchup of 2-0 and teams. Monroe and Celine, although this is one I probably should have said, I hope both teams lose because I'm at Bedford and they're both our rival. Celine mm-hmm. wins 48-21. to 48-21? Is yeah. that where Joe Polka is? Yes, that mm-hmm. is where uh, Joe Polka is, the same Joe Polka who coached at Whitmer here in Toledo. Yeah, Whitmer's going to have it a down year this year. Yeah. Another here on Lee score. This one kind of close. Milan 19, Jefferson 14. Bedford, of course, where I'm at for basketball. They defeat Ann Arbor Skyline 27-6. to 
Here's our here's our stanky leg alert for the day. So that's Ann Arbor skyline chili. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I I may have. I think Mick McCabe would probably refer to him as that when he does his son of Swami picks. <laughs> <laughs> but here's our stanky leg alert. Erie Mason seventy four, Morenci fourteen. Well, how'd that happen? How did that happen? <laughs> well, I, I have. You have running clock in Michigan, right? Yes, we. Yes, they do. But I don't think not even that could stop Erie Mason from putting up a seventy spot. That's that's embarrassing. Who do they beat again? Morenci. Is they are they bad? Morenci is. I thought it was actually going to be it was a lot better because. First game I had them a lot better. They got beat seventy four to fourteen. They put up they put up a fifty burger in the first game I had them against Britton Deerfield. Mm-hmm. They lost in the they lost a heartbreaker against Whiteford. They probably could have won that. They put up five hundred yards of offense and then Erie Mason holds up to fourteen points. And I I had said this on our on a Zoom call I did with Chris and Gary. Erie Mason's actually doing a lot better on the defensive side of the ball. So. Okay, yeah, they only hold Morency to 14 points. Yeah. I guess ball don't lie, though. You put up a 50 ball, then 14. <laughs> yeah. So, they're my, they're my, I'd say the rest of the Tri-County Conference, beware. Yeah, it's 74 yeah. to 4. Woo. That's, I will, that's a bad AAU score. Yeah. I will say the game of the year coming up in the Tri-County Conference is going to be Erie Mason and Sand Creek. Okay. Get your popcorn ready for that one. But right. anyways, continuing on with scores. Another here on league score. New Boston Huron defeats Monroe St. Mary's Catholic Central 26 to 7. Unfortunately, the Chiefs lose their starting quarterback Austin Myers to an injury. I haven't heard any updates, so we send our well wishes to him. Mm-hmm. Adrian Madison beats Summerfield 34-21. Sand Creek puts up a 50 spot mm-hmm. on Whiteford 50 to 14. I thought Whiteford used to be really good. They are not as good. They're pretty young. They're young. Okay. And, and couple, a couple bad recruiting classes. Okay. My alma mater, Ida, gives up a 50 burger as well. Wow. They lose to Hillsdale 50 to 20. Ooh. Ooh. And Dundee gets shut out by Brooklyn Columbia Central 26 0. Britain Deerfield gets their first one of the year 24 0 over Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has only put up a grand total of. Seven points all season. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah, ouch is right. So, a couple other scores to let the good people know about. A shocker in the Big 8 Conference. Reading. Reigning state champion in Division 8. Why is it called the Big 8? I mean, is it, and it's actually, is there eight teams in it? Don't yes. tell me it's like the, some of these football conferences that have the Big 12 and they got 14. Yeah, they, there or are they eight teams. Okay. But reading... Reigning state champion in Division Eight had won their last twenty-five consecutive conference games. That streak is no more. They didn't. They got punked by Jonesville, forty-four to eighteen. Woo! And so, and another another uh, streak that ended. Ann Arbor Huron beats Ann Arbor Pioneer for the first time in seventeen years. Although Ann Arbor Huron, I mean, I've said they're they're more of a basketball school. Mm-hmm. Football's been kind of down for them, but you know what? But they're actually start. They finally got a win over Pioneer. Although to be fair, I think Pioneer could be kind of down because of Corona. Eh, who knows? <laughs> and then 
But who was that one school that finally got a win after 40 years? That was Adrian Madison's win over Whiteford. That was the first time they had beaten Whiteford in 40 years. Woo! Man. And, of course, uh... That's stanky. And, of course, a showdown in the... Lenaway County, we'll get a couple of scores in the Lenaway County Athletics Association. I'll you know what's bad about that? What? They haven't beaten that team since Jimmy Carter was in office. That's bad. Yeah, well, sometimes that happens. Mm-hmm. All right, so pull up some Lenaway County Athletics Association scores. I mentioned Ida losing to Hillsdale, Dundee losing to Brooklyn Columbia Central. Well, uh... Hudson gets their first win of the season, 41-7 over Onstead. Onstead's really fallen off a cliff after making the Final Four last year and uh, giving the eventual Division VI state champions all they could handle. Kind of like a Super Bowl hangover in pros. Uh, Yeah, but Onstead has lost a ton of talent. Mm -hmm. And then the game of the year in the conference happened last night. Blissfield and Clinton, both teams were unbeaten. Both ranked in the top five in our Division Six rankings on Friday Night Victors. And it was the Royals who came away a 28-14 winner. Gavin Ganon, quarterback, throws three touchdown passes to Zach Horky. Mm-hmm. Hits 5,000 passing yards for his career. So congrats to Gavin on that one. Mm-hmm. And Blissfield now in the catbird seat for the conference title, but I don't think this is the first time they will see each other. They are in the same district for postseason play, so we might see a rematch possibly in the district finals. Mm-hmm. Go get your popcorn ready for that one. That's going to be a hell of a show. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, oh, those are those are some scores I wanted to pass a lot to you, and also uh, one more from the Southwest part of Michigan, Cassopolis gets bumped by Centerville, thirty-six seven. Tough loss for uh, my good friend Stephen Green, who's the head coach at Cassopolis. But you know what? Where's Cassopolis at? That's in Cass County. It's in the southwest part of Michigan. Okay, it's a few. It's like a few hours from here. But you know what? Rangers, keep your heads up. You'll bounce back. What was the score? Thirty-six to seven. That's not too bad. I mean, it's better than seventy-four to fourteen. Yeah. It, I mean, it is, but they, they had, a, but they, I don't think they had lost like that in the regular season for a while. Mm-hmm. Well, and actually, I'll, I'll go ahead and see what their, their uh, final was. Yeah, they lost. They had not lost. They're, they're in the Southwest Ten. They had not lost a Southwest Ten conference game. Hang on, I gotta. I'm gonna have to count this one out because let's see, two. Five, uh, ten. Damn, man. Fourteen, eighteen, and twenty-seven. Actually, that was their first—the first time they lost as a member of the Southwest Ten Conference, because they were in previously the variant, the BCS Red. Before that, so and actually, if you we include that, that was their first loss in any form of conference play since they lost to Niles Brandywine on September 26th, 2014, mm-hmm. as a BCS Red member. Okay. Wow! So that's um, 
Uh, uh, Jordan Boland uh, chiming in. Jordan, I'm doing that because uh, their their head coach. I mentioned their head coach Stephen Green is actually a friend of mine. So, Calapulous must be really far from me because if Jordan Boland's t- t- tuning in about that, oh hey, I know. There's people. I got uh, people I know around does, the state. Does Jordan know you also are wearing a Lakers hat? <laughs> If he's watching it on the live stream, he probably does. does he, did he know you owned a Lakers hat? Probably, mm-hmm. if I was if I was wearing it. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you're wearing that Lakers hat, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to be a Laker hater, but I mean, just, we'll talk a little bit more about that when John Mandevigate calls in, too. Yeah. Keep going. Get anything else from Misha? Well, I will actually pull up. Uh, Actually, last week we did have another uh, winning streak and in the Interstate 8 Conference. What the hell is this conference? Interstate 8? Yeah, this is ba- this basically runs from uh, from like Jackson County all the way up to like part almost almost to like some of the Grand Rapids area. Wow, is there like a Motel 6 conference or no? Uh, no okay, no that. Yeah, but it was last week when uh, Jackson Lumen Christie. Lost their first Interstate 8 game in 20 conference games. They lost to Hastings last week. Well, they bounce, they bounce back and beat uh, Battle Creek, Harper Creek this week. 20-7. of course, Battle Hastings. Creek, Harper Creek. Yes. Okay. Battle of the Creeks. <laughs> well, the, ba- the Battle of Battle Creek would be between Battle Creek, Harper Creek, and Battle Creek, Penfield. Okay. So that's just, uh, that's just your... Uh, Education right there for you. Is there a Dawson's Creek up there? No, too? there's no. not. Okay. I mean, there's bat. There, I mean, there's a Battle Creek, Penfield, Battle Creek, Harper Creek. I think there's the. There might be another couple schools there, but those are the only two in the Interstate Eight that I. That. Okay. Keep going. So, I'd say let's go to try and find another conference that I'm familiar with. Let's go with the. Actually, I'm going to go to the Western Wayne because I had. Uh, had a friend of mine messaging me about the uh, about a score there. Mm-hmm. There, uh, Melvindale finally ends a losing streak to or equal the twelve six overtime win over Romulus. Kind of an ugly game, but you know what? They those got two inner city schools. Kind of Melvindale is a da- is in the down river area. I know four eight one two two is the zip and Ro- Romulus is the city where I work in. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's where. Um, What's his Steve Oates or what it Nate Oates. Nate Oates from um, Alabama used to coach there, right? Yep, and that's also where Terry Mills played his high school ball. Oh, T Mills. Yeah. The, usually Romulus isn't really good at football, are they? Because that, that 12 6 score sounds like an inner city school score. Yeah. No nobody can no field goal kickers, just just go for touchdowns and two point conversions. Yeah. But you know what, hey. They get they gotta win. Mm-hmm. They had been Losing, they had been losing a ton of games, so hats off to them. And over there, there. So that'll pretty much do it for my uh, high school football scores in the great state of Michigan. I'll have more next week. Oh, in the mitten. Well, yeah, thank you, thank you, Frank. You got that started off. You even had Jordan Bowling kind of riled up because you're talking about Casapolis. Well, giving a few score. You got to give a few scores around the around the state of Michigan, especially those who are, I know I know people on staff or things like that. Jordan Bolin puts up. You like any team that's gonna win the title? 
Is that true? You shake your head. Yeah, that's true, ain't it? <laughs> Fake news. Mm. Mm. Also, you did another football varsity game, right? Yeah, I was officiating uh, BD and Pittsford last night. Okay, uh, reach yourself. I know the, it, last week or two weeks ago was your first game and the opening jitters. How did you do this week now that you got varsity experience? You can get that varsity letterman's coat, the, <laughs> the varsity ref letterman's coat. Well, I think, I think this week I was just trying to work on a few things. Uh, I think especially if a play ended in front of me, just get to the pile and tell them, guys, roll off, play's over, mm-hmm. trying to prevent a lot of the rough stuff that mm-hmm. happens. Right. Nice. Anything else? Uh, nope. Although I got a, got a couple games next week, but I can't comment where. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't need to comment. I'm just glad that you're doing yeah, some varsity. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll have to tell you off air. Right, right. I'm just glad you're doing some varsity. And it's some decent weather, but it is getting cold out there. And, and, yeah. and it's going to start raining later on. Are you going to do playoff games, too? Or, uh, or are you ready uh, you know, for that? that? That's, a, that's a question I'm going to have to ask my assigners mm-hmm. because usually to do postseason, you got to have like three, you got to have like um, so many varsity games under your belt. But given the fact that ev- that everybody's making the playoffs this year, I don't know if they're going to have to make an exception to that. Say, you know, we need guys. So who kn- who knows what's going to happen? Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll stay tuned though. But Frank knows a couple games coming up this next week. The an undisclosed location for on the air information. But yeah. we'll take a quick commercial break. David's probably supposed to call in or something. I don't know what he's doing. You know, it, it's always a maybe with David. He is he is big and popping over in Syracuse with his own uh, flock of sheep at his own uh, congregation. But anyway, as Frank texts and he's got his Lakers hat on, we'll have John Van- Vandevake coming in about 27 minutes. So, you know, we're going to get into the NHL power play. Uh, and then also make sure if you check out all the segments on soundcloud and on itunes and if it's on itunes subscribe and uh give us at least five stars so it'll you know it'll pop up when you're trying to search for actual podcast and there's just many segments from from the show we're always on air pretty much 11 30 to 1 30 tim and vicky is back oh that's good and i talked to them but next we'll talk a little bit about the jansen wedding and tim and vicky gave me a suggestion that we need to bring something back on the show does it involve uh, of uh, something that uh, that is a uh, potable? What's that mean? <laughs> that means that it can be consumed. That's all you had to say was consumed. Well, stay tuned. I think I okay. I think I know what this means. <laughs> stay tuned. But they said they miss it. And I said, "Well, I can't. I can't get into the story. I'll tell you a little, a little bit because this is right around the corner. But it was good. It was good to meet up with Tim and Vicky. They're doing fine. Um, but they've been doing the show for the last three weeks, and we haven't ran into them, which is kind of strange. But okay. But anyway, we'll take a quick commercial break. You're listening to eighty-eight point three WTS. After further review, when we come back, we'll uh, I'll reveal what Tim and Vicky wanted us to bring back on the show, and." We'll talk about Frank's weekend from last week. That and more here on 88.3 WXUT's after further review. And hopefully David the Man of God Harris calls David the Man of God Harris calls into.